It's a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Luke chapter 1 verse number 30. Luke chapter 1 verse number 30. The opening night. I want you to know that the opening night or the opening day of every conference is so strategically important that it is the night or it is the day that the heavens open. And those of you who are familiar with the activities of Royal House Chapel, they will let you know that Apostle General always will be the first speaker for any major celebration. Why? Because it is my responsibility to open your heavens so that the rest of the conference you don't have to struggle. If you miss your heaven tonight, you struggle for the rest of the conference. Professor to somebody say, don't miss, your, don't miss your heaven. Tell somebody, don't miss your heaven. No, you are not talking aloud. Please shout to the person, say, don't miss your heaven. Tell somebody, may your heaven open upon you. Oh my God. I don't know a man. It's okay. Because the connection is a spiritual connection. And you can find that in 35. 35. And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. So therefore that which you give birth to shall also be called the son of the highest. For with God. Verse 37 says, for with God nothing shall be impossible. For with God nothing will be impossible. Today, I'd like to discuss with you three subjects. Number one, conception. Number two, identity. And then number three, and number three, greatness. Conception, identity, and greatness. Conception. So here's a word of wisdom from my archives. When God releases a divine conception, when God releases a divine conception, a divine identity takes place or a divine identity happens. Which is the pathway into greatness. I'll say it again. When God releases divine conception, an identity takes place which is divine in nature. My wife keeps accusing me always. She says, when I'm dictating, I don't finish dictating, and then I change the English, and then I add more vocabularies. Okay, so let me go to the original. How many of you want the original? How many of you want the... Because sometimes, sometimes, the new ones also bring me some leverage. The old one, when I'm repeating the tautology, doesn't sweet in my, 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 my mouth. Alright, take the original, and then let me add some, some sugar, sugar cane to it. When God releases a divine conception, a divine identity takes place or happens, which is the pathway into greatness. 
when Mama Rita was pregnant with Pastor Papa, she bled for three months. And then she was working. At that time, she had gotten a job with the bank newly. And when you enter into an employment newly, you don't complain sickness. When you are sick, you have to... The manager must not see because the first year you are on probation. And so you're two months, three months into the job. If you start talking about sicknesses, you are in trouble. Let alone pregnancy. You don't have to let them know you are pregnant. Because every employer, what they don't like is to give you three months of maternity leave. And then after that, when you resume, you'll be doing half work, closing at three. And then every month you come and ask permission that you have to take your child away. Employers don't like it at all, including me, Apostle General. The women in my office, as soon as they get pregnant, I rejoice with them because of the anointing. But in my head, I'm angry as I look at this. Three months, they are home, they are taking salary free. Am I talking the language of employers over here? Oh, it's not easy. So, you don't have to report sick, let alone letting the manager know you are pregnant. And Mama Rita was so unlucky that as soon as she got to the work, then me too, I don't know where the anointing came. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't meant to impregnate her. I was just going for just one round. Just one round. Somebody say one round. Therefore, if you okay, can all near lucky. Can I hear somebody say Yehoah? I wrote the Asake Makunde. That's what they say, my shadow. That's what they say, my shadow. That's what they say, my shadow. Amen. So, Mama Rita will go to work, pretend everything is all right, and then to add sort to injuries, she started bleeding. And she couldn't tell the manager that I'm pregnant, I'm, I'm bleeding. Voila. You came to the work last month. You are pregnant. You are ble- ble- bleeding. I-, I should ask you to stay at home for how many weeks? Until the bleeding stops. And after that, you ask me for three months of <laughs> reverie. One day, oh please, my arm. She came home and said, honey, I've lost a baby. I said, how do you know? He said, today I bled throughout. I said, honey, just tell your manager, let's go to hospital. He said, he said honey, but having been, I've been employed not too long. She was selling Tolobifi at Jufojano, straight to bank. How do I? I said, honey, it's okay. Just, just tell them. He said, I've lost the baby. I said, you haven't lost, you haven't lost the baby. At that time, we had one girl, and we're believing God for baby boy. And around this time, it was difficult to know whether it was a boy or a girl. But I'm talking to you about conception. I don't know what happened when your mother was conceived you. Conception is such a divine key that it plays a major role in God's calendar and preparation to greatness. You shall conceive a son. So the angel, God, had to prophesy the conception. 
And said, this conception is divine. And the guy will have a certain divine identity. His name shall be called Jesus. Because he's on the way to greatness. What happened at your conception? What happened? Your life, your struggles in life, tell three things that happened to you in your life. Number one, that an altar is speaking against you too. Something happened at your conception. Three, something might happen when you were growing up in the environment in which you grew. Can I repeat that? When you are fighting unnecessary battles, go back to the altars in your father's house and your mother's house and find out which altars they are. Who has offered an evil spirit upon the altar speaking poverty, sickness, failure? One admission, eight years at home. Oh, please. Application letter in the office gets missing. Nonsense. And and if that lady challenges me, I want her to call her mother tonight and we shall take the testimony tomorrow. And you hear the story of what happened during her conception and her upbringing. So, so, so key. Which is why you, in your age now, you must marry in the Lord, impregnate your wife in the Lord, and make sure that the conception is divine. And so that the child will have a divine identity. Oh, I'm coming to identity right now. Some of you here, you don't know who you are. That is why, that's why internet controls your life. That is why social media controls your life. That is why if you don't watch pornography one night, you cannot sleep. You have a confused identity. Confused person. Today, I am here to straighten you up. His name shall be called Jesus. Because the man is coming with his own name. He's coming with his own identity. And he will be great. And he will rule all death. He will be on the throne of his father David. It is only people who don't have identity crisis that are qualified to have inheritance. You, <laughs> who is going to give you an inheritance? You don't even know who you are. The school where you go to, you you don't you are not a member of the scripture union. You, know. you have lost your identity. How many people know you are a member of Royal House Chapel in the community? How many souls have you impacted in your community? How many lives? Oh, don't forget, I'm talking about conception. I'm talking about identity and I'm talking about greatness. Mommy said, I have lost the baby. We prayed and we asked that blood to stop. Then when she has the permission, the permission from the office was to just go and check whether the baby was still there or not. That's all. If the baby was not there, praise God. If the baby is there, we'll find out what strategy we have to use. Because as for asking days off work, impossible. Because she had done the work newly. When she went and checked, then the doctor said, if you hadn't come today, you would have lost your baby. Then they gave her some medication. They told her to be 
uh, at rest. And so they gave her three days off. Even the three days off, going to give the cheat to the manager. Oh, it's not easy. You're a bank manager. You know what I'm talking about. When you are on the staff and one person is going off. That's the part we're sitting here today. You can see that some parents fought some battles at his conception. You can see. You don't you just don't become great. Something must happen on your altar. And something must happen at conception. Now, there is a certain Holy Ghost conception. So the Holy Ghost will come upon you. Right now, in this conference, first night, a conception is about to happen. God is about to embed something into your spirit, man. If you miss your conception tonight, you have missed your miracle for the next three days. Clap your hands and say, my father, my father. I will not miss my opportunity. I will not miss my breakthrough. Give me conception. Give me a dream. Tonight. Clap your hands and shout and receive it. Let the devil hear you again and shout and receive it. Shout again and say Aris. My senior brother with whom I grew is called Emmanuel and I'm called Samuel. We are two different persons. Emmanuel, my brother, was smart and intelligent, but he never used the smartness and intelligence to do anything good for himself or for the family. Lying and con, conning people. Oh. And, and he, wasn't, he wasn't tall and huge and big. Very skinny. He would dribble you now. Now. At the age of 16, he said he was no longer called Emmanuel. His name, Agama Judas. Agama Judas. Our area. When he's coming, Agama Judas. Hey, yeah. Oh, Agama, Agama. You told me, you give me, uh, 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 when they pay you at the end on the man, you give me one city. Oh, oh, I took it. I don't know why I left it at home. Tomorrow I come and pass it. Tomorrow I come and pass it. The following day, my brother will go and pass. Every day he's finding new roots, new roots. Agama Judas. Oh, he's more than Akpa. Smart. From sixteen to thirty-two, when he died, he smoked weed, alcohol, drugs. Sixteen continuous years. In hell, where he will be right now, I am sure that he has an award. He ha- my brother has an award. I couldn't convert him because I was young. I was young. I was not the man of God at that time. So anything I spoke to him, he saw whatever I said to him as child's play. When I witnessed him, oh, crunchy, but they can't even know here, yo. Crunchy, these things, do you do you believe them? 
he will change the topic to another topic. Before I am aware, me, the person witnessing to him, I'm speaking his language. Oh, Agama Judas. He's powerful. Very anointed. Something happened when my mother was pregnant with her. My mother had struggles in the pregnancy. When he was born, he, uh, this thing called feet, convulsion. My brother could become stiff. In those days, there were no men of God. There were no churches. The churches that uh, were there in those days were dead. So they rushed him to a shrine. When they took him there, the story we are told, the man mixed certain things, gave him a huge incision and mixed it with the thing and then spat on my brother's face. The children were down. The man put in my Oh! See, see, see. After my presentation today, you don't need to go and talk to anybody and find whether something happened at conception. But from the struggles you are going through, you know something happened. And today we are breaking everything at this altar. Clap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus, any interference with my conception as I clap my hands, pray. healed physically but spiritually he had been tied to that altar for the rest of his life hence the drinking hence the alcohol hence the tricks and the lies his soul had been taken over he didn't recover and died the night that he died, he had gone to town to drink alcohol plenty. And then when he came home, his room had been locked. He was sleeping with my father. And my father said he was tired of always keeping the room ajar, waiting for him coming the night because of thieves. So my father locked the room. So he didn't have a place to sleep. There were a pile of cement blocks in front of the house somebody was building. So he jumped on the cement block as high as this to spend the night. He was so drunk that in the night, the devil took him into another realm. And he thought he was walking. He fell from the pile of you know, blocks. And then his head landed on one which was on the ground. His head split into two like that. It happened in the night, in the midnight. So, in the morning, when the women had woken up to come and sweep the compound, they saw somebody bleeding. Too late. Here are seven possible things that could have happened at your conception. Maybe you have heard some, maybe you haven't heard some. What can go wrong at conception? Number one, 
When a father refuses paternity of the pregnancy, when a father refuses ownership and responsibility for the pregnancy, that is a non-starter. Your, 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 your starting, your start in life is going to be a struggle from that moment. When your father says, I am not responsible. When your mother had pointed him to her parents. If you are here, you have done it before. You better come and cry on this altar. Because something will fight you for the rest of your life. When a father refuses ownership of pregnancy, something has gone wrong at conception. Number two, when the mother gives the pregnancy to the wrong man, There are some mothers who are wicked. The trotro mate puts her under pregnancy. But because she's afraid and shy to go and announce the trotro mate to her parents, he, she will try and uh, let another person sleep. Top it up. We call it top up. To allow another person to top up. Somebody say top up. Somebody say top up. So when she lures this man to top up, then she goes to say that it is this man. And some of the men who top up, they do they are good mathematically. They know how to calculate the period. So you, you calculate ah, but you when I slept with you at this time, the, according to the thing, it's supposed to be uh, 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 about mathematics beyond on no here, but. So something has gone wrong at the conception of that child. Many of you are victims here tonight. But the Lord is about to reshape your life. Because the Lord is about to give you a new identity. Who is this person that I am talking about? Clap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus, anything that went wrong, let it be corrected. Clap your hands and say, now. Oh, I can't hear you say now. For the last time, scream it and say now. Number three. What could have gone wrong at conception is when the father runs away from home. The first one says he didn't do it. But this father... Accept the pregnancy, but before the child is born, he's gone. Are there people here like that whose fathers run away from home? Today, God is going to put smile, smile on your face again. What is fighting you? This altar is about to defeat that one. Your greatness is coming. Shout yes.
Number four. When there is a constant quarrel between man and woman during the pregnancy of the child and during the child's birth, something would go wrong for sure. Because this child is being born into an atmosphere of chaos and confusion. Some of you know what I am talking about. Number five. Something can go wrong when the father gives a wrong name to the child. Some of you, your names are fighting you. Today, something will shift. I will give you a new identity today. Clap your hands and shout, I receive it. What's that name? Adakwade. Atamini. Atakpako. Is that somebody's name? Atakpako. Oh, Jesus. I was ministering. Uh, uh, I, I, was, I went to an apostolic mission and then I picked two ladies and then I said your names are haunting you so from today on this altar I changed your name one I called her uh, a name uh, I don't want to mention because they may be watching me from um, outside so uh, I gave her a very good um, Holy Ghost divine directed name and then uh, the other one too, I changed her name. When I left, first one went straight away and said, nobody should call her by the old name again. They should call her by this new name. Suddenly, things started moving for her. She started rising at work. She was working. She establishes a new business in a foreign land. The other one when they call her the new name, she'll stop them. And she'll tell them, that's not the name my parents gave me. Call me the name my parents gave me. Things are rough for her. She keeps losing job one from the other. Every job she goes to work. She loses it. So somebody then came to me. It's apostle, please do something about this. I know this girl's situation because she's struggling because she refused the name you gave her. I said, but she has to come to me. So I ask her to come over and make an appointment. If she comes to see me, we'll work on that. Then she said, but the other one, Apostle General, she's prospering. After the change of that name. Tonight, and the name that is not working for you. Clap your hands and say, change. Oh, clap your hands and say, change, change. Clap your hands and say, change. His name shall be called Jesus. I'm coming to that. The meaning of Jesus, Yeshua. The Savior. Are you surprised that he came to save life? 
But that's identity. That's his assignment. His name shall be called Joshua, Old Testament, Yeshua, or Jesus, Greek. What is your name? Come and see the fear. Come and see what is happening in the house. The house is on fire. The house, the house, the house is on fire. The ha- Give me more. A bebrese. A bebrese. Brenya. Ube bre asana wenya. Brenya. A coming coup. A coming coup. Everybody's dying. A coming Oh my God. Jack, Jack Pata. What's the meaning of it? Python. Child of a python, Jack Potter. Are Avu Jacket. What's the meaning of that? Mad dog. Mad dog. Avu Jacket. Oh. I am Clap your hands and shout. Church. Clap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus. And a name that does not show my true identity. I cancel. Cancel. Clap your hands and begin to pray. A miracle is happening right now. Cancel it. can also go wrong when the wrong hands touch you at your birth. If the hands of the nurse that touch you, if the hands that gave you the name, that baptize you, that adore you, something can go effectively wrong. True story. I have this daughter who after six years of struggle for the fruitfulness of the womb finally gets one. And then we were happy. We were praying. Thank God. Thank God. God preserve. God preserve. God preserve. God preserve the pregnancy. She went to the big hospital. As soon as she arrived the nurse on duty touched the baby and said are you sure this baby is alive? Are you sure this baby is alive? Innocent lady. Then she said, I, I don't know. 
So she said, okay, come, lie down. By the time she was pushing the child to come out, the child was dead in the womb. They quickly had to operate and take the baby out to save her life. She came and she told me, I said, hey, you're giving me a sermon. The hands that touch you, the hands that receive you, the, the, the hands that cut the umbilical cord between you and your mother, the hands that bath you when you come out, the hands that receive you and then names and then give you the name. These are key. You shall conceive a child. Announcement. Prophecy. Why? Because the child will have a certain identity and it's an identity of greatness. And because of that, nothing must happen at his conception. No devil, no poison. Because if, a, if somebody shoots a poison, it will affect the greatness of that child. <laughs> I'm hearing some things tonight. I'm hearing some dangerous things tonight. But... Christian man, Christian woman marry in the Lord when your wife is pregnant you pray throughout the pregnancy you pray for the hospital the child must go you must go for your antenatal, the hospital you must pray which nurses and doctors must attend to you you just don't, you just don't go to any, anybody and above all in the week of preparation for the delivery, the, you, the, the woman cannot pray. The husband, you need to pray. That good hands will touch your child and receive your child into this world. I said to her, I said, so, so that's what happened. Wow. I said, don't worry. You are going to get pregnant again by the hand of the miracle of God. And this time, we'll see. The prophecy came to pass. She got pregnant. Same hospital. On the day of delivery, same woman on duty. Clap your hands and say, any agent assigned to abort my greatness. As I clap my hands, I command fire, 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 fire. Release judgment to the camp of the wicked. Clap your hands and shout fire. of event as soon as she got there the nurse touched the thing and said are you sure this your baby is alive this time she had let a lesson she said yes my child is alive then the nurse said why are you shouting she said, you remember two years ago I came here the same thing you said to me and I lost my child this time I'm not losing my child <laughs> clap
your hands and say, this time, this time, I am not losing this war. I am winning this battle because my greatness is not negotiable. I will be great and I will have the inheritance of my father and I will rule in the house of Jacob. You are not an ordinary person born. You are, you are not born to add to the numbers. You were born to come and achieve something. Your greatness is starting from tonight. Every poison that has been injected into your greatness, I subconsciously I flash it. I clap your hands and flash out. I didn't hear you clap your hands and say flash out. You don't know what is happening here. God is dealing with your background. God is dealing with your conception. God is dealing with your child upbringing. God is dealing with anything, including rape. Since they raped you, your life has never been the same. We are dealing with it right now. Ever since you were cursed, something has never gone wrong. We are dealing with it right now. Ever since wrong hands were laid upon you, nothing has worked. But tonight, God is fighting the battle. Clap your hands and say, flash out. Clap your hands and say, every poison at my conception and my child bringing, whether I know it or not, from what is happening in my life, I clap my hands, I fight back, I kick it, pray, release. The devil is a liar. You will marry this year. You will get a job this year. You will go to university this year. Pray. Jesus. Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You never leave me. You said that you would forsake me. You will be beside me. That is all that matters. Yes, I will side you. I hear you. Come on. Yes, I will sweep you. Jesus. The Lord is our You are. You are the covenant keeping God. Oh, come on, lift up you your voice. Lift you up your voice. Pray. Something is happening. God is visiting the beginning. The beginning. Whatever that is chasing you. What a service. What a service tonight. Take your seat. WMG, have you seen seriousness in your life ever like tonight? First night. And you are so alive. You are so awake. You are so serious. God will show you mercy and kindness in this conference. If you are the one I am talking to, can you jump and shout out a seven? Every poison in your blood, clap your hands and say, flash up. Oh, you are not serious. Every poison in your blood, every poison in your name, every poison at your conception, every poison in your family line, Every poison in your upbringing, every poison impeding your greatness, clap your hands and say, Flash out, flash out, flash out, 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 out.
nurse came and told the young lady. The lady was rushed there midnight. The doctors have left. And then they, what they call them, on call. So they have to call the doctor. So he says, lie there. I'm calling the doctor. She was lying there. The woman was afraid to go and touch her this time. Because she rebuked her in the spirit. Anybody eating your finances will rebuke them. Anybody fighting your greatness will rebuke them. Clap your hands and shout in the name of Jesus. Power! for the kingdom. That's why I will not rest until I take WMG to the largest stadium in Africa. Because of what they did to my brother. They killed him like that. My parents thought they were, they were getting healing for him. And then they, my, my brother came to life. They thought they had healed him. They had captured his soul. Can you clap your hands and shout out a servant? Let, let me wrap up that story. Let me wrap up that story. So, they let the girl lying there. They said the doctor was coming. One hour, two hours. The doctor had not come. Then the Holy Ghost came upon her. How shall these things be? The spirit of God will come upon you and overshadow you. You will be empowered. In this conference, you will receive power for greatness. Power. Oil and anointing. That is why you, you must not fool around in this conference. When we are here, you are in your dormitory. You go to a crowd more. You are fidgeting with your phone. Do you know what is chasing you? Do you know what is harassing you? Tell somebody I'm here for serious business. Tell somebody I'm here for serious business. Tell somebody I'm not going to waste my time here. Tell somebody sitting by you, if you came around to be chatting with me, then don't sit by me again. I want serious minded people. Those who are going somewhere. Those who are walking into greatness. They must sit around me. Put the person's ears. I said, do you hear what I'm telling you? Shut the ears! Tonight, then, we have tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's over. You are not here for one week. Three days. Don't be sleeping when we are here. Don't be chatting when we are praying. Don't sleep when preaching is going on. How many of you know that this one, 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 one of the most powerful revelations you have had in your life? How many of you know that? How many of you know that? 
Ask somebody, how do you sleep in the midst of this revelation? How do you sleep? Tell somebody, if you start sleeping, then something wrong took place at your conception. Tell somebody, if you start sleeping in the midst of this anointing, it is a sign that something went wrong. Maybe, tell somebody, maybe you are not your father's child. Maybe your mother gave you to the wrong person. Maybe you have a wrong name. Maybe wrong hands touched you. Maybe they spat some in your mouth. That's what the Holy Ghost came upon the woman. Then she decided she'll push. She started pushing. Before the doctor came, she had delivered without the help of any nurse. When the baby came out, then she started shouting, My baby is out. My baby is out. Then another nurse came and then cut the cord. They went and paid the baby. You know how the baby is called? Some crunchy something. How can this baby feel? Some crunchy. A child who is taking my identity all the way. You can fail. You fail when you have the wrong identity. When your identity is in crisis. When you don't know who you are. You are something else and you are being called by another, another thing. Born again, spiritual royal house member. And every day you are in the camp of wrong people. Wrong identity. His name shall be called Yeshua. Because a savior is he. Question, how can the future of a person be determined at conception? That is if the conception is divine. If the conception is guided by prayer and holiness. Oh, I remember that day when Mama Rita came. She says, honey, I think I've lost the baby. I said, how do you know? He says, I've she said, I bled the whole day today. I said, wow. Wow. Not knowing a preacher has been born. When my wife was pregnant with our first daughter, my wife went into labor for three days. She was born on a Sunday. She started laboring from Thursday. 24 hours. So we rushed her to the hospital thinking the baby was coming. They said we should go back home. And that she hasn't gotten anywhere. What did they say your trimester was? The first time went Thursday. You forgot him. Oh yeah. So you see, that's how God can do. When God does it, you don't remember the pain anymore. They said we should go back home. So we carried her. And the thing was coming, I took care of and they said, hey, go back. And the Saturday was 6th June. 6th June. I wanted the Thursday, which was 5th. So some grace will follow my daughter, which was 4th. So at least if we miss Friday 5th, Saturday, 6th June. 
that's one of the, the, the things. When you are born on the wrong, okay, I, I will not say wrong. Every, every day is a good one. But when you are born on a hard day, When you are born on a hard day, you are battles to fight. Jeremiah, he said, curse me the day that it was said that a mother was pregnant with me. Job also repeated the same thing. He said, curse me the day that it was announced that the woman was pregnant with this child. So, the day of your conception and the day of your birth is also crucial. Some of the days are hard. Six June. I've got six sixes already. Then I'm left with the last one. And the girl was being born 87. So the next six will be 96. 2006. <laughs> 2066. <laughs> God held Mamarita's womb and she went through a third day of pain. Sunday dawn. Bang, 7 June. And that Sunday was Pentecost Day. I was, I, I didn't, I was not a prophet at that time. I was not, I, I was not too much spiritual. I should have called you Holy Ghost. <laughs> it's not late. Somebody says it's not late. So from today, my daughter is called Lawyer Nana Kosuya, Holy Ghost Crunchyankra. If, if the Holy Ghost is too much, say Nana Kosuya, Nana Kosuya, Holy G. Holy G. A certain woman was pregnant. Her name is Rahel. And then Rahel went into labor, conception. And then Rahel pushed, pushed, pushed. She didn't know that there was a curse hanging because she had stolen a God made with a hand from her father's house, Laban, when Jacob, her husband, and the family were living. And when Laban chased them and said, Somebody has stolen my God. Who has stolen my God? Jacob said, come and search. Come and search. Come and search. And then one day when searching, she sat on the God of her fathers. And that she said she was in her period. So they didn't go near her. And then when they didn't find it, Jacob lifted his voice and said, anyone to whom your God is found, let that person die. Didn't know that she had pronounced a curse upon his beloved wife, Rahel. And God didn't kill Rahel until conception. Because the devil was not only after Rahel, the devil was also after the product of the conception. The product of the conception. So whatever your forefathers, your great-grandfathers, your great-grandmothers, your fathers, whatever mistakes that they committed, forget about them because they are not here. You are the target. Our fathers have seen and they are no more. And we the sons 
are fighting the battles. We are paying the price of their sins. And you are here, you want to sleep. When we are praying, you are maybe how maybe teach you. Clap your hands and say, Many are Clap your hands and say, My eyes are ready. because today is the first day and people will be registering usually the second day tomorrow we'll ask you to come a little bit late if I were you when they say come at 8 I'll be here at 7 pray if they say come at 9 I'll be here at 8 during break time when people are eating I'll come and lie on this altar if I were you right pushed pushed pushed. And then the baby boy came out. And then the nurses around said, take heart, Rahel. Take heart. You have a baby boy. He said, he shall be called Benoni. Means that in pain, have given birth to her. This child will be a child of pain for the rest of his life. Then Jacob arrived from the field. And then they said, Jacob, your wife has delivered the baby. And according to her, he is going to be called Benoni. A child of pain. Jacob said, no, I am the father. He will not be called pain. He shall be called Benjamin, the son of a right hand. The patriarch spoke. The father spoke. He shall not be pain. He shall be a warrior. He will be mighty. He will be a tree of the savior. He shall be called Benjamin, the son of the right hand. I change your name in the spirit. I change your identity in the spirit. Whoever you are and whatever they have made you, clap your hands and shout, Church! Now, the atmosphere is, is charged. I've prepared you. Let me spend some few minutes on identity. Sit down. Let me spend some few minutes. Let me spend some few minutes. When you lose your identity and you, or you have identity crisis, you become a stupid fool. You follow in the crowd, you follow in the wind. When you hear the word peer pressure, peer pressure, peer pressure, you know what it means? It means that you belong to a certain group of age friends whose ideas rule your life, control your life. When everybody is smoking weed, you also smoking weed, peer pressure. When everybody has a boyfriend, you also go have a boyfriend, peer pressure. Even though you come from a good home and your parents can provide for you because everybody is doing it, you are pressured to do it. They call it peer pressure. Or everybody in the group, uh, uh, um, uh, the XM pornography uh, films, you know, text to one another, they, what they call sex things. Is that how they call it? These days you are texting sex, uh, sex things. Uh, uh, sending your private part to uh, somebody, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your penis, your nipples, and all this nonsense. Because you belong to a group that everybody is doing it, you are also doing it. But what you don't know that you are different from everybody in that group. You, are, you have a confused identity. If you know who you are, you won't be stupid and you don't allow people to put pressure on you. 
His name, his identity, he shall be called Yeshua because he has an assignment. He will not mess up his life. He will be a Nazarene. He is set apart. So when the mother and the parents came looking for him at the age of 12, they found him in the temple. Son, why? Why have you, why have you troubled us like this? They said, don't you know that I must be about my father's business? 12 years, he knew who he was. And look at you, 24, 26, you are a confused person. You don't know who you are. Today, you will discover your identity. He was already a child, but the three wise men came and showed us the one who has been born, for we have seen his star from the east. Show us where the king of the Jews has been born. Oh, have you seen a king baby before? That's the identity. When, when you arrive in this world, you arrive with a God-given identity that makes you a unique person different from everybody else. That is why you don't follow and do what everybody else does. You don't. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 For unto us a child is born A child is born For unto us a son is given Listen, the, the prophecy upon his life as a child Is being prophesied that His sonship is being prophesied from his childhood Where sonship means independence, maturity Starting of life Who you are now Started from when you were conceived. Except something wrong happened. Which is the result of your struggles now. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Look at the child. The government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful. He will do wonderful things. He shall be called Counselor because he will speak wisdom. He shall be called Mighty God. Capital G-O-D. Mighty God. He's a child, but his destiny has already been defined as a son God, a man God. He had an assignment. Everlasting Father. The Prince of Peace. Verse 7. Of his kingdom and of his government, there shall be no end. A child. But future is already been determined. Now wait. Listen to me, your father. Who you will become, your greatness, is determined by your activities and your actions now. You are waiting to marry before nonsense. You are waiting to enter into university before you become serious. Fool. You are waiting to be 30 years. No. No. Discover who you are now. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things, old nature, the old altar. What happened at your consumption is broken. He becomes a new person. If any man be in Christ, remember, we are talking about the child who discovered who he was 
the man who discovered who he was as a child. As a child, he knew already his assignment. He knew already his name. He knew already what he had to do. And the Bible says, if you also identify with him, if any man be in him, you obtain his nature and his identity. See, 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 see. Anytime you are shy to gather where believers gather, there's a crisis in your life. There's a, there's a crisis in your life. Anytime you are shy to mention Jesus openly to people, anytime you are shy to carry your Bible openly, anytime you are shy to tell people, Where are you going? I'm going to choir practice. Where are you going? I'm going to church. Which church do you belong to? Royal house. So you do you belong to those people, foolish people who speak in tongues? Yes. You believe in clapping and jumping, jumping? Yes. So you believe in falling under the power? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. You believe in tithing? Yes. You believe in altar sacrifices? Yes. Be proud of who you are in Christ. If any man be in Christ, Romans chapter 8 verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation for them who are in Christ Jesus who walk not who walk after not after the flesh but after the spirit. There's no condemnation. There's no condemnation. There's no crisis. There's no confusion for them who are in Christ. Who walk not after the flesh but they walk after the spirit. Ephesians chapter Two and verse number ten. Now, last scripture. Oh, this this thing is. I, I wanted to read the whole of Romans chapter eight. Uh, during your quiet time, uh, read that one for me. Okay, shoot, shoot, shoot the uh, the Romans chapter eight. Shoot the chapter eight. Shoot the chapter eight again. Romans eight. Shoot it again. Now, jump to verse number five. Jump to verse number five. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. Verse number 6. For to be carnally minded, to walk after the flesh is death. When you pursue the flesh, it is pathway to death. Not greatness. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Verse 7. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God. Nor indeed can it be. Eight. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. When we were growing up, these were the things that guided us. These days you don't read this one anymore. I want you to spend time and look at Romans chapter 8 verse 1 and read it thoroughly and let the Holy Ghost minister to you. Discover your identity and let the crisis of your identity cease. Today my subject is conception, identity and greatness. When you receive God's divine conception, then he releases his divine identity that leads you into your greatness.
The last text. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 10. The last one. The last text. The last text. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Created, created in Christ Jesus. That's your identity. You are Christ-like. You are Christian. Don't hide it. Live it. Show it. Let your classmates know. Let your peer pressure friends know. When they are going say no, they will call you names. They will laugh at you. But on that day of the commissioning, we will see who is giving the first table, who is giving the head of the table. And you know the funny thing? This peer pressure something doesn't last always. When you resist it, three, four years, it's done. Give yourself five, seven years and all of them will run into you to ask you to show them the way. They'll ask, how did you make it? Oh, this place is quiet and I'm very happy. If there is any sermon, you remember me for all my life. Assistant birthday, this is the one. This is the one. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. Who, who told you that Christianity, God has called you to waste your time? Who, who ever spoke that nonsense to you? That you are wasting your time by clapping, jumping. You are wasting your time by rolling on the altar. You are wasting your time by giving altar sacrifices. You are wasting your time in the choir. You are wasting your time in being camp. You are wasting your time in church, church, church. All night, all night, all night. 21 days, wake up the altar, wake up the altar. Convention, you are foolish talk. We are created in Christ Jesus for good works. Keep the text there for me. Keep the text. Keep the text there for me. Which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Did you hear that? Before you were born, God had already prepared your greatness, the good works. He had prepared your name. He had prepared your achievement. He knows the car you should be riding. He knows who you should be marrying. He knows where you build your dream house. He knows how many countries you'll be going for holidays. God knows before. He already knew. But first of all, you have to find the one who gives you identity, Christ Jesus. When you find the one who gives you your identity, Christ Jesus, then you can find the good works which he prepared before. I should be talking to parents on this subject, actually. To let the parents tell them, preach this to your children. Morning, afternoon, evening, morning, afternoon, evening. Teach it to them. You only can pay their school fees. You only can create a very good environment for them. You can only put food on their table. But as to what they will become, there's nothing you can do. I have seen people who were brought up in rich homes who have become drug addicts. So when you tell them that their identity is in Christ... Jesus. Receiving Jesus into your heart as, his, as your Lord and Savior. Become born again. Spirit filled. Kill the flesh. Walk after the spirit. Then you know that you were created in Christ Jesus as a workmanship, workmanship of his hands. 
your achievement and your greatness was before you were born. You will conceive a son. His name shall be called Jesus. He will be great. He will rule the, sit on the throne of his father David. And the house of Jacob he will rule. So therefore also that, that thing, which <laughs> I, don't like, I don't know why you can just say that thing, which will be born. Jesus Christ is more than a thing. Actually, he only made that gift that will be born shall be called the son of the highest. Every man, Today I want you to worship God, okay? okay? And today I want you to give your life to Jesus. Today I want you to surrender. Tomorrow Friday will be miracle time. Today, I want to just set the stage for you. I want to bring you to the throne. Tomorrow morning, Reverend Thomas is coming. In the afternoon, Bishop T.T. Affair. And then in the night, Apostle Jeremiah is coming with a miracle service. Tomorrow, carry one anointing bottle of anointing oil. Some will be sold all over the place. We shall anoint you for greatness. We will prophesy before your time comes. Amen. Yeah, I was you.